Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you join us live today. And today's date is July 5th in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the way, the truth, the life. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and comments today. If you don't know who Jesus is, we do encourage you to get to know him today. Here's the bad news. I do have to give the, give that to you first. We're all sinners. We all have fallen short of the glory of God, and we deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. The good news is our debt or sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ on that cross. He shed his blood for our sins, died, was buried, and was the only person who has risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this has happened, having faith in the blood of Jesus, as our uh, brother in Christ and our friend, uh, Brother Robert Breaker, always wants to remind us of that, you are saved from eternal damnation. You will begin to start wanting to live for him, not for the world. As scripture states, we do become ambassadors for Christ. Imagine that, ambassadors for Jesus Christ. I would like to open up with our usual uptime panel. As a matter of fact, um, we had... Brother Kevin Hookman with us, but it looks like uh, we just lost him, possibly due to connection issues, but we bring back Brother Bob Barber. God bless you, brother. Well, um, I hope I'm doing well here, too, because we have a wicked storm right now. If any of you have a weather weather app, if you look at Northwest Indiana, it is ugly mm-hmm. over here right now. And um, power went out, uh, came right back on, thank God. Okay, but it's uh, not pretty out there. But our cables are actually underground. At least my cable, my computer here for the broadcast is a direct line. It's not operating off a... Uh, oh, boy. Not, but, you know, anything can happen here. <laughs> okay, well, we there, pray there, that, must, uh, uh, there must be something about this broadcast that the devil does not want us broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I'm so, tired of that, man. Oh man, uh, we've had we've been taking a few hits lately. Uh, obviously, with losing um, some members of our uh, panelists or uh, panelists, and by that I mean, of course, they just haven't been able to make it uh, on a regular basis. And um, but we do have Brother Kevin Hookman back with us, and he's backstage. Brother Kevin, welcome back to Uptime. Thank you very much. I heard, I, Greg, you said that I sound like I'm in a tin can, but um, I guess a tin can's better than no can. Uh, yeah, no because can. the last few weeks, no can do. Uh, uh, Joe, uh, yeah. Where I you been? Very, um, Where you been, was, Kevin? Oh, okay. So a few weeks ago, right, I missed like, what, three weeks or something? So yeah. a few weeks ago, right, I was traveling – um, and then when I arrived in my location, I got sick. And it was the first time that I was sick in three years since I had COVID. Um, so I, I'd been really healthy uh, and well without any issues. And then uh, I got sick and had a little minor case of bronchitis. Uh, so I was kind of, you know, not feeling well for about two weeks. I got I started feeling better last week around Wednesday or Thursday. And I think that I'm probably about 90, 95% right now. So um, I'm still on the mend a little bit, but feeling so much better and um, really grateful to be able to be on here and back again. I've been watching you guys um, 
You guys obviously have been struggling without me, so uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you guys have been great. <laughs> I've been enjoying all the videos and, and the things that you guys have been doing. So I've been watching, just haven't been able to participate, but I'm glad to be back. Good. Excellent. And uh, how was your 4th of July, uh, Kevin? Start with you. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yesterday, uh, I celebrated my uh, I celebrated 4th of July with my family online. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's interesting because when we think about Independence Day and stuff, we have a lot to be grateful for to be able to, to, to live in the United States, even though how bad it's, it's gotten and how bad it's going to get. But it's still a place where we can worship and almost 100% freely share the gospel. Obviously, there are some times where, you know, like if you're out in front of an abortion clinic, forget it. You can go to jail, uh, mm -hmm. which is really unusual, right, for in the United States. But now that's kind of the way it's going. It's going the way of the world where things are getting tougher and tougher to share. So, but at the same time, though, we do have a lot to be thankful for. And at the same time, we also see the decline. And it's been, what, 247 years, right, since our independence. And um, republics, like, maximum last about 250 years. And it's interesting that you can see, like, the, the corruption to the core that's gone on in this country over the last 247 years to bring it to where it is today. And so I'm kind of with Brother Bob, and I'm sure you are too, Greg, which is I don't think America has that much longer to go, you know? Mm. And it's kind of sad to see in some respects because this is a country we all grew up in where we had a lot of freedom and a lot of opportunity, and we, um, you know, and we really enjoy living in the United States. At the same time, though, we do see its decline, and I think Bob is right that in the first half of the tribulation, unfortunately, I don't think the Western Hemisphere is ultimately going to survive like it is today. So we can see the decline, but in the meantime, I guess we're thank we're definitely thankful that you know we have freedom that we have. Amen. And how about you, Bob? Well, it's interesting. It's like two sides of the coin, right, Bob? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed a wonderful evening with my two sons, my wife, um, mother-in-law came over, my neighbor came over, he brought some fireworks, he brought a big, huge grand finale over, you know what it was called? It was called Trump 2024. <laughs> that, was, that was the name of the firework. And I was, was one of those one. Cones that was just like two feet tall and it just went crazy. Yeah, this thing weighed a lot. It wasn't that big, Yeah, it weighed a lot, it had a lot of weight to it as a man. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to pay for that. So, you have like eight <laughs> cylinders or something like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, a, like a big box and then there's all these tubes and everything. You're like, holy cow, what's this thing going to yeah. do? <laughs> yeah. Well, this thing, you know, it's funny because this thing had two wicks on it. Okay. Oh, and what's funny was, get this. I had this torch with me all night. All right. My, me and my son used this one torch. It's a, it's a Coleman can, the torch clicker on top of it. And we're lighting everything, and everything is fine. And once we got to that, uh, the 2024, Trump 2024, the grand finale, <laughs> went down to light it, and that torch just went, went out. Turned it back on, and it was going just fine, just fine. But as soon as I went to her towards that wick, went out. And wow. it wouldn't do that. And it just, just Trump thing had two wicks on, which is the weirdest firework I've ever seen. I've never seen a firework two wicks on it. Two wicks. But it was weird. But the thing is, that torch kept going out. Because no matter what I did, 
that torch went out. I could not light that firework huh. to save my life. It just kept, you know, I, I went and tried it on different fire. I did the exact same motion with it. Just fine. No problem. I went back to that firework, but that is like a nice stream, like a torch, like a cutting torch. Right. right? And as soon as I got to that firework, it just like loses oxygen, just goes and just goes out. I'm like, hmm, that's perfect. That's pretty prophetic right there. Yeah. Okay, so, Bob, so give us an interpretation. <laughs> what does that mean? He's, he's just going to run out of gas, man. <laughs> that's what's going to Now, how are you supposed to write a second book on that? Come on. I know. All show, no go, man. So, or, so what you're saying, Bob, is that although he may be, Trump may be elected in 2024, he's not going to last very long. No. Oh, the other other one is the light of the world is a light. The light of the world is gone. Mm. Body of Christ is gone. Of course, the Holy Spirit's here. But being okay. as man, I had to go switch out the can, and I was finally able to light it. It was a great firework, and we had a great time <laughs> last night. But uh, it was, was uh, it you know, I had this video on on my TV, and I was just playing some music in the background, and I was just watching. It was just a Fourth of July music with the flag going. And I tell you what, I got emotional looking at that. You know. Because I agree, Kevin. It's so hard to see what has happened to this once great nation, exactly. this one once great Christian nation, in a relatively short period of time. I'm not talking about just 2020. I'm talking about back in JFK, you know, mm-hmm. and his, his assassination. Mm-hmm. And going forth from there, when the deep state started to rear its ugly head, you know, quickly went downhill, you mm-hmm. know. And now, and now it's uh right now we're basically America has been taken over. We have been defeated. We're just waiting for the final act. We're just okay. so there. Jay- there is no make America great again. We was JFK assassinated the same year they removed prayer from schools? I don't remember. Maybe was was prayer removed from schools in 1963? I don't know, but um, it was very. It was very, either sixty three or sixty four, I think, when prayer was removed from schools. Um, so, Bob, I, I, I think you're right, and, and consider what was that? That was sixty years ago. Yep, and it kind of started with uh, kind of started with the fig tree generation, well, and uh, interesting too about the fig tree generation. You know, Israel was established nineteen forty eight, but they weren't confirmed as a nation until nineteen fifty. Right, and we're talking about that today, and uh, uh, Doctor Barry All was laying out that you know, and the proof of that they weren't confirmed to 1950, and mm-hmm. you know we have a, a, a seven year covenant, and this seven year covenant was created like what seven years ago or six years ago, the the deal of the century, whatever it is, or even longer than that, I'm not sure, but you know what, it doesn't matter until it gets confirmed. The clock yeah. doesn't start ticking until it gets confirmed. So is it the fact that Israel was confirmed in 1950 as a nation? And that's when the fig tree uh, time clock started ticking, which would mm-hmm. make it 80 years, t- 2030. Makes sense to me. Isn't that interesting? 1950 to 2030 is exactly 80 years. Yeah. Is that is that is 80 years uh, an interesting number or not? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. New beginning, 80, you know, 8. And the fact that we have the Lord's return, which, which the projections look pretty solid. Right. Especially information, I always go back to Messiah twenty thirty. We, you know, once you figured out the year of his death, burial, and resurrection, that's when you start counting. We're not going to find the rapture, resurrection. That's a needle in the haystack. Nobody's right. going to find it. 
Somebody well, might get close. Somebody will get close somewhere. Yeah, but no one's there. Once get up there, right? <laughs> well, we've been approaching. We'll know more and more, and then yeah, exactly. So one day we'll all be like, okay, yeah, it happened, and you know, uh, I I agree. It's gonna. We, I I don't think that it's profitable to try to figure out exactly the day like today. You know, it just we know we're in the season. Are you guys getting feedback from me? Nope. No, you're you're okay. You still sound like you're in tin can, but that's okay. Um, verse of the day, this is from BibleGateway.com, by the way. Isaiah 12, 4, and in that day shall ye say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name, declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Amen. Amen. All right, that's from BibleGateway.com. Um, if you don't use it, it is awesome. Uh, definitely a great app. You can put on your mobile device as well. And uh, of course, uh, just a reminder, be sure to download the audio of this episode and others on your mobile device. We are on iTunes and Spotify. Just do a search for Uptime Church on there. Okay. Um, yeah. So actually, my fourth was actually pretty good. I uh, just came back from a little trip with family, which we actually, my boys, my twin boys are were born on the 3rd of July. So, uh, yeah, so it was, it was very cool. Uh, you know, we, we went on a very short trip to one of the six flags, uh, parks, great adventure. And, uh, believe it or not, one of my boys was willing to go on the world's tallest roller coaster. And, really? uh, that is the King Ka roller coaster, which is, uh, it actually starts off, uh, going up the, uh, up the first ramp at 128 miles per hour. Uh, I was actually very surprised. They have just turned 10. My twin boys have just turned 10. Uh, and I did not expect both of them to be willing to go or either one of them to be willing to go on this thing. But uh, one of them, so Matthew, did. It's at a standstill, Greg? You'll have to Are you saying that. the roller coaster starts at a standstill and then accelerates immediately up to 128 miles an hour and goes up? Yes, precisely. That's exactly yeah. what. <laughs> so, uh, that were like, I think 90 miles an hour, but 128 is kind of a different league. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the same. Uh, that's, so, that's uh, needless to say, we did have a fun trip, but I, there was something that I took from that. And when my one son, Matthew, fearless, right? He wanted to go on every roller coaster there in the park. Absolutely no. fearless. And I was thinking, this is how we should be as uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, right? Fearless of these things that are uh, these monsters, so to speak, this giant that mm-hmm. roams the earth right now. This behemoth. All the darts, all the darts, all the dark stuff, yeah. And all the twists and turns that we as as uh, brothers and Christian uh, sisters in Christ go through. Um, and uh, yeah, it just, I took something from that. I said, you know, it, it's awesome that he was willing to go on that. But I mean, I saw there was no fear in his eyes on this. He was like, let's do it again. <laughs> Come on, Dad. let's do it again. Um, now I'm not saying that we should be saying, Lord, let's do this again. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> but uh yeah, but let's there's continue. No, there's right? a, yeah, there's no fear in yeah, love. Uh, uh, yeah, love the strength to continue to overcome, right? Yes, 
yes. So um, we can we can definitely overcome this with the Lord Jesus Christ. We can overcome these obstacles and this roller coaster, so-called roller coaster ride that we're on right now, because Satan yeah. definitely puts a lot of twists and turns in our path. But fear not, the Lord is near. Amen. Yeah, and we know it's going to get worse, right? So it's not like we're waiting for it to get better. <laughs> well, the only well, it is going to get better for us as soon as we move. <laughs> but until that day happens, we need to have the strength in order to continue, right? That's right. Um, because we continue to see things devolving, and it's depressing in some ways, right? I mean, like Bob was saying, it's one great nation, and it's like it's it's you get emotional. You're like. I remember when it was better, and I think maybe that's just the way it's always been because it has devolved over time, uh, you know, many, many years. And I think at this point, though, we're just, we're you're right. What we're doing is we put the armor on, right, so that the darts don't stick in us, that bounces off the armor, and we're able to continue on and be strong because if we're not – then there is no light and that's not good. And this world still needs light and this world needs, needs us to continue to be strong because we are restraining a lot of things from even getting like worse, even more so. (laughs) So, but, but we also know that one day we are going to be removed. That restraining force is going to be removed and that evil is going to be able to be brought forth. And one of the first things that evil thing is going to do, is going to confirm a covenant with many for seven years. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Bob, like you said, when that happens, um, that's when things really start to roll, right? Um, because after that is the second seal and peace is taken from the earth and there's all kinds of war and all kinds of stuff. So, but here is the verse um, that you're talking about, because there's no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love, and God is love. So if you are in God's arms, okay, and like Paul said, nothing's going to separate us from God's love, then what are we, what are we to fear, right? Fear is all about torment and punishment and, uh, you know, oh, I don't want this thing to happen because I might get hurt or this and that. But we're not to fear physical things. Mm-hmm. We're not to fear that. Sure, it's, it's, it's human nature to, like, not want to get killed or hurt. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, do you fear death? Like, after death, do you think that you're going to go to nowhere? There are people who think they don't – there are people who don't know. They're like, I don't know where I'm going to go. I hope I go to heaven. Okay, well, what did you what what did you do in order to get there? Well, I did all this and that. Now, wait a minute, hold on. What where's Jesus in that? Jesus, well, he's not important with heaven, is he? <laughs> oh yes, he's the only way there, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So we don't fear yeah. death. We don't fear the other side of things. We actually, like Paul said, to die is to gain. Because mm-hmm. what happens when we die? Well, our, our spirit goes with the Lord, right? And then one day our body is going to be, you know, combined with that in the rapture resurrection. But I think all of us who are alive would like to be part of the who are alive and remain. <laughs> That's a cool group to be in, I think. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's, it's a cool group to be in, but it's a tough group too. Yeah. You got to be tough because now you have to be really resilient because oh, yeah. one – all the crap we're facing down here right now, okay, 
for example, we were here when everything was great. Mm-hmm. And now we're watching everything just slide. I mean, it is out of control. All right. right. It's not, that's not a slippery slope. This thing is going straight down. Okay. Right. This country going straight down. There is no, there is no making America great again. You're not going to make any country great during the tribulation. Sorry. It's not going <laughs> to happen. No. All right. Everybody is going to suffer down here. That's why we're out of here at the rapture resurrection. It's a time of testing. Tell me when you anytime you got tested in your life, did it feel good? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> no. You know? No. Absolutely not. No. Okay. Although afterwards, it does make you stronger and you go, okay, thank you. You know, you have to be like, thank you, Lord, for for, for helping me through that. I got stronger. Thank you. But during while the test is happening, you're probably like, I kind of want to get out of this as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But we don't need to be tested because we're already born again, saved and sealed. Day of redemption. Okay, we have a package deal. Our salvation is a package deal. Yeah. First, your spirit gets saved, and then there's a promise for your flesh. Spirit gets saved, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, and there's a promise for your flesh to be revived, uh, laid out in uh, Ephesians 4, 30, and 1, 13, 14, uh, Romans 8, 10, 11, okay? Uh, what's the other one? Romans uh, 8, 23, okay? Which is the one that so, says that uh, an earnest has been paid? Earnest, but that's a uh, uh, Ephesians one thirteen fourteen. That's such a earnest, the earnest of your salvation is a uh, is a promise of future performance. I Isn't think that that's right? probably the verse right there. But um, yeah, because it's a promise, the earnest, like an earnest you pay on a house. People have bought mm-hmm. a home. It's mm-hmm. a promise of future performance. Okay, right. was it Ephesians that's First Timothy three sixteen right there? And that's what you want to bring up. Okay, I can bring that up. Yeah, this was up prior to that, but yeah, it's an amazing up. verse because, like Bob says, it talks about what the price that Jesus had to pay for us, and that that is an earnest for future promise, right? For a future performance that's going to occur, that the price right. has already been paid. In other words, the earnest is already there. It just is, I guess it's gaining interest because there's more people into the church body. <laughs> right. And so one day, though, it's going to be fulfilled, right? Um, is it 14? Yeah, here it is. Right. Yeah. Ephesians 13, 14 says, yeah. In whom ye also trusted after ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Mm-hmm. Okay, you were born again. The Holy Spirit came and dwelled. He sealed the door behind him, locked himself permanently, and rebirthed your spirit. You had a rebirth of your spirit. Okay, right. you're not going to die, reborn, die, reborn five or six times in one day because you sinned six times. Okay, it's a permanent thing. But here's the deal. If you are born again, what happens is you end up grieving the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's what it says in Ephesians 4, 3. Do not grieve. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit, which thou has been sealed to the day of redemption. Okay. Not that doesn't say, hey, uh, repent. Say you're sorry. No, it's yeah. like once we repent, metanoia, change of mind. We had a change of mind. We believe in Jesus. We accepted mm-hmm. his Holy Spirit in our lives. We're born again. We have repented. Now going forward, what happens when we sin? We grieve. So when the Holy Spirit's grieving, we're grieving. Okay. I don't know about you guys. Anytime I sin. It's I'm grieving. It doesn't okay. feel good. 
It's not like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, Lord, sorry, Lord, sorry, Lord. But it's like you know, no, it's like I, you don't have to say I'm sorry to cover the sin because your whole timeline is clean, okay? But you will grieve, and the grieving process, by the way, you know, the Lord showed me this very interesting. Hey, Bob, how's it going? And uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Bobby. Hey, there's there's Kev. Hi, Kev. Missed you, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. See, we we're we're chopped liver at this point. <laughs> I was saying that uh, the grieving process, when you have the Holy Spirit in you, okay, this is how it works. I'll give you, I'll show you right now. I'll do a demonstration, okay? When you sin, say to your arm, okay? When you sin, I hit my arm, all right? That hurt, okay? Do this. That hurt. All right, now here's the, here's the deal. This is a sin happening, and the pain is grieving, okay? Now, when I hit my hand like that, that I had to sit there and think to myself, should that hurt? Maybe I should. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, okay. And then it hurts? No, it's automatic. It's automatic. It happens automatically because the Holy Spirit has rebirthed your spirit. So when you sin, it's it's just like this. You feel it. It hurts right away because you're born again. That's, what the, that's you grieving the Holy Spirit, which we're commanded not to do. Or at least try to you know minimize the grieving through your sin, but doesn't say when, when does Apostle Paul say as soon as you sin, repent? No, doesn't say it doesn't say that anywhere. And, and people get so hung up on that. Repent does not mean I'm sorry. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean, oh Lord, cover the sin, cover the blood, cover the blood, take your blood, cover the sin. Oh, I'm good, I'm good. So what are you gonna say? Uh if you yeah. sin and if you don't cry out to God to cover that sin with your blood, you're gonna die and go to hell if you forget to do it. You know, that's stupid. Yeah. It's part of lordship salvation. Well, the grief, yeah. you know, the, well, you know, that's, that's interesting um, that you're saying that. But uh, I have, I kind of have another, if you want to call another spin, I hate to use that word, but another, another spin on not grieving the Holy Spirit of God. Because when you're, when you're born again, you have the Spirit of God in Christ in you. And mm-hmm. along with that, Along with that gift comes the ability to operate what are called uh, manifestations of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I think a lot of times what happens is people, this is my personal opinion. I mean, if if people want to dispute with me, that's fine. But if you don't operate the spiritual enablements you've been given, I believe that's part of grieving the Holy Spirit of God. Mm. Because you have the Holy Spirit of God within you, but you don't use it. It's like one of the things, Bob, that you were saying. It's, I mean, it's just like it's a check in your it's a check in your spirit when when you're doing things that aren't right on. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like uh, trying to I'm I'm trying to get this computer to work. I'm fighting the thing for 20 minutes and it finally worked. And it was really starting to get on my last nerve. But I thought to myself, you know, I'm. I'm dealing with this and that, and now I can't get the thing. You know, I saw you guys on there, and I thought, yeah, I'm going to try to get on. And then all of a sudden, it, it decides it doesn't want to work, uh, but I wasn't going to quit. Uh, sometimes you have to, um, you know, sometimes you got to persevere. But, you know, it, it's a lot of people don't, a lot of people really, they, they want to pick, and they, they want to cherry pick the word of God. They want to take the things that make them comfortable and they want to stay away from the things that 
they think uh, are weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sorry to get into this subject, but it's the truth. It's just like um, chapters, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. People want to avoid that like a plague because it, it, it uses, uh, it talks about things like speaking in tongues. Oh, no, here he goes with tongues again. You know, and, and manifestation, you know, you, you, you want to stay away from that because, you know, so, uh, Reverend so-and-so said that that's, that's not of God. Well, who is he to say it's not of God? Yeah, the problem with that, Bob, is that, like, it's either one uh, side or the complete opposite, which is, like, oh, you need to have, you need to be able to speak in tongues in order to be safe. Whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. Or the opposite. But, but is, speaking it, but you see what happens, what happens, Kevin, is people completely avoid even wanting to attempt to do it because of this because of this religious crap that we've been that's been poured into our brains for all these years. That well that's the other you know, side. I, of I, it, I don't right? believe I, I don't believe that you have to speak in tongues in order to be saved. But I believe it's right. an ability that God gives each and every believer, not just not just one or two, or you know, you're you're going to be you're going to be able to do this this gift, and and Bob's not going to be able to do that one because he's not good enough. Mm. I, I just this is something I, I try to stay away from getting into mm-hmm. this subject sometimes, mm-hmm. but it gets on my nerves so bad because everybody's always talking about, you know, they 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 say they don't believe that God gives bad gifts. But they really mm-hmm. do when it comes to these manifestations. They believe, honestly, good-hearted Christians believe that these are bad gifts. Yeah. And if, well, if I, they think mm-hmm. they're bad gifts from a good God, they've got a problem. Yeah, well, yeah. I think other people also are in a different level of their faith walk. Um, it's not a salvation issue, obviously, but um, you may have a, a certain strength in your walk that another individual a believer does doesn't have and that may be what's hindering you know that lack of understanding is hindering them in being stronger in their walk with the lord um that's completely understandable when you do a teaching on something like this and i've done them before and i've gotten comments back that of course it, it was just for the first century church sure that's just a bunch of baloney I'm sorry. It never says that it's just for the first century church. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, when that which is perfect has come, it's talking about the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not talking about the canonization of the Bible, you see? And this is what happens. People get in, they go, like I heard, okay, John MacArthur thinks it's of the devil. Well, you know, he, he may have a, he has a lot of really good teachings, but when it comes to that, He's way out in left field, as far as I'm concerned, because, you know, you, you want to just take these things and you don't want to upset your congregation. You, you don't want to upset your congregation by saying something like that. Now, the church that we go to, you don't believe in it. You know, I'm, I'd still go there. But if I were to but if I were to get up on a Sunday morning and start teaching on this, I don't know what would happen. In fact, I really You'd be would labeled, like a, to do you'd it. labeled a heretic, Bob. I've been labeled a heretic for so many years, well, Kevin, that I'm almost as much of a heretic as you are now. Great. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> We're all in good company then. Uh, in, a lot, in, a, in, a, in a lighter in a lighter vein, here we go. Just don't put Biden on there, dude. Please don't. Come on, man. Yeah, no, he's he's off. He's off the list. Yeah, I'll punch my screen every time that comes. Kevin, up. where's uh, you know? It, it's really. I'm just speaking this from my from my point of view here. Sure. I've missed you, man. I have. I've missed you because you and I haven't been able to go at each other for a while. I've, pray, I've been pray, I've been praying for you, Thank thinking you. about you, and I, I've even uh, got a hold of you a couple of times and sent you some messages there because I was concerned about your uh, your health and. How you been doing? So this is, one of the why, this is one of the reasons why I fought this computer to get on here tonight, to just to oh, even say true. hello to you. Even that if is I awesome. have to go in five minutes. Edmund, <laughs> where where you been, Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he, my he's, the, he's the term he's the Terminator, don't you know? He is I'll the Terminator. Back. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. See, we got the we got Mr. Producer. We got Doc Barber. We got the Terminator and me. The captain. The, the, the captain. You, the heretic. No, the heretic. Thanks. Let's not make that a nickname, please. Yeah, exactly. That's not People will think that's the wrong way. You know what, though? You, let, let me tell you something. Though. The, the gifts of the spirit are there, are there until, yes, of course, until the perfect comes so the gifts of the spirit haven't ceased. Um, are you know Paul talks about you know particularly about speaking in tongues, and that in speaking in tongues it's important to be able to interpret those tongues because someone just he's like Paul says if someone just speaks in tongues and no one knows anything about it, what profit is it doing? Right? Sure, I understand but that, but that's for your yeah. private prayer life. Sure, and it's something that exactly. builds you up in the spirit. You see, that's a, another thing people don't understand. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, you, you get, okay, we, we, we all agree that when you get born again of God's spirit, that you're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, right? We all agree on that. Yeah. So how does that, how do you build that spirit up? And then people say, well, you don't need to because it's a complete, it's completely done already. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's not. It's a you work in fullness. You, you have the fullness of God in Christ in you. And you have the, now you got me going tonight. You have the ability to build, building yourself up in that most Holy Spirit. It says that in Jude. It's praying in the Holy Spirit. What is praying in the Holy Spirit? As far as I'm concerned, and as far as the stuff that I've researched, that is praying in tongues. That's a prayer language. The, the, it's, it's the tongues of men or of angels. You know, and I, if they want to label me a heretic, they can go ahead and label me whatever they want to label me. This is just, well, yeah. I know a little bit about this stuff, and I'm, I don't know if you guys were even going in this direction. I didn't come on we here to be a, a thorn in anybody's, <laughs> I didn't come in here to be a thorn in anybody's flesh except how it's, you know. But uh, listen, you know, we, I, it's funny because part of what you're saying is part of what we were talking about earlier, which is the overcoming part, right? Which is the staying strong. And how do you do that? By cultivating these gifts, right? It makes you more mature in the word. It makes you more mature as a person. You're able to withstand the devil better with these gifts 
when you exercise these gifts and you've matured them, you're able to also help other people as well. You're also able to discern yeah. better. Okay. It just makes your walk better and everything, and you grieve the Holy Spirit less. Let's be honest. Okay, so well, I agree as with you, you on that one for sure. Yeah. It's a cultivation process, right? You're cultivating these gifts by being in the spirit, being in the word, and then it makes you have more self-control. That's one of the gifts, right? Um, you may speak in tongues. You, like to say that this is from the devil and speaking in tongues from the devil from a person who's Holy Spirit filled. I think that's just the other side of the coin, which has gone too far. And yet the other side is saying, oh, there is no such thing as that that, that gift whatsoever right now. And so that's, and then, I think you need to have to like, try to be yeah. in the middle or just more of a balance. Try not to be on one side or the other yeah. so much. But right. you see, you have, you have churches and I'm, and I'm probably not going to name any particular ones, but they have uh, what they call the, um, what do they call it? The, um, Greg has video of it. They have, the wall of, they have the wall of fire or they have the, oh, it's called the tunnel of fire. And that's in Bill, and that's in Bill, and that's in Bill Johnson's Bethel Church in Redding, California, where they go mm-hmm. in, and people are there, and they go into this, you know, the it's like a the people are on each side, and they go in, and then they're supposed to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and then they come out the other side, and they're rolling on. You see, the rolling on the floor and the doing somersaults and shaking and doing all that stuff—it's not what you're talking makes, about. Makes God out to be some type of carny. Right. That has to use all these sensational things in order to get people saved, like uh, rock concerts and uh, and all the all this all these light shows and all the stuff I'm talking. You know the the things that that I spent so many years going to when I was a hippie. You know we went about to the light show. About a year ago, Robert, we talked about this with Greg, and we saw that video. Like I think for the first time, Greg played it, and we all kind of agreed that. At a certain point, it becomes something of the flesh, right, Greg? Like, it, like your flesh takes over, and you want to perform, and, and and it becomes less of the spirit, but more of the actual person trying to perform something, and it becomes more of a, a fleshly thing than a spiritual thing, right? Well, if it's yeah. if it is spiritual, then it's coming from yeah, it's coming from the other side, and it's coming from hey, Bob. Did I, I I didn't uh, did I throw a monkey wrench in your face or something? You seem Seem kind of like no, you want to say something. The, you want to uh, say something. I'm with going you. through the comments sections, looking for questions right now. Oh boy! So I went all the way um, back to the top, and I'm going back down. Yeah, I'm looking for questions right now. Yeah. So you guys are talking he's, he's about yeah. questions right now. I thought you it. were. I thought you were. You were upset and confused. Something there. Well, I'm a little annoyed that you're here, but I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know what? I'll tell you what. The people that are watching right now, you don't know these guys like I do. <laughs> you can't handle the truth, bro. <laughs> what? You want the truth? There's a void. Did you throw and everything? You there's always a, throw. There's a, there's a void yeah. in our Hollywood squares. What Halkman's been missing? It's like uh-huh. your porch. You. <laughs> And Michael too, you know, when Michael's not here. So I, you know, I'm I know he's got some stuff going on right now, but Okay. Uh, all right. There, there's let, let me you know, I'm not gonna be on here very long. Let me just let me just say one more thing real quick before okay. I, I don't want it now that I've completely screwed the whole thing up tonight. Sure. Um 
I, I maybe I have, but I just have to. Sometimes yeah. I just gotta, I gotta say what I'm thinking. But Do one it. of the things during the time that that you've been off from here and you know not well and whatever else has been going on in your life, one of the things is as far as the prayer uh, aspect of it. Uh, many times when when I pray for you, and I'm not trying to build myself up and say I'm any kind of supernatural superstar or anything, but many of the times that I prayed for you to get well, I was praying in the spirit for you to get well because I didn't know what was going on and in your body and, you know, maybe maybe some of the things, but the, the, the other things I didn't. So, you know, the spirit makes intercession. It says that in Romans chapter eight, because we don't know what we should pray for. And that's that's one of the one of the things about that particular utilization of the spiritual um, power that we have. But we don't know. I mean, when I'm like when I'm praying for you know, I pray for Greg all the time, obviously, because he needs it. We all do. But when he he's on when he when he was on vacation and stuff like that. And another thing about having his hours modified. That's another thing I prayed for in the spirit because I, I don't, you know, it's something he was concerned about. And I, we talk about it and I said, just don't cease in prayer and boom, things work out. Things don't always work out. But I think if, if we would rely a little bit more on the on the spirit of God, I think things would work out a little bit better. You know, the old saying work work smarter, not harder. You know, we're we're exactly. we're to we've been given these things. And I'm and I gotta say that this this, this is a disclaimer from, from Bob Hagan here. Um as he leads the heretical Bob Hagan. Um I'm not by any means belittling people who have not experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay. If you're a brother or sister in Christ, I love you. And I pray for you. It's just the things I've learned. And, you know, I know a lot of times when, you know, we don't see each other for a whole week. I know that these guys are praying for me and I know I'm, and they know I'm praying for them. You know, um, I pray a lot for doc. Of, of everything he's got on his plate he and the same thing with michael it. and greg and and for kevin and and he needs uh, for lee and the different other people that have come on here for uh robert and mm-hmm. you know the people that have ministries that have been on here that have shared the word over the last few years I, a great you know, prayer I think, warrior think about Brother, those you are a great prayer of, warrior absolutely well you're pretty good too <laughs> i'll tell you well, right I now don't know about that but, when uh, we're doing when we're doing as he leads and the, and the programs actually make sense i mean it's it must we, be <laughs> we, we we have a chart right don't we have a chart of who's the best prayer warrior no i'm just kidding yeah we do <laughs> got a leaderboard so we'll, over there or what? We'll, we'll, yeah Bob, we'll, we'll, Bob, we'll, today, we'll, we'll do week. that uh <laughs> we'll get done with uh you know we'll, we'll get done with recording a, a one of the teachings or as he leads and right afterwards i'll say you know, God bless you, and we'll see you next time around. Peace, and and then and then Greg will come on and go. That was that was really, I think that was one of the best ones you've ever. 
And I, I don't, I said, you must have been praying in the background. He says, I'm back here praying for you, brother. I'm <laughs> so I, I know, I know it works. Um, it definitely, definitely works. And, you know, so I'm, anyway, that's, that's kind of, I didn't mean to come on here like a bull in a china closet. I sounded like I did tonight. I just, I'm, I got to come out of my shell some, someday. Are you serious? Hey, Are long, you serious? long as you're willing to, uh, you know, take the uh, pounding that Kevin and I usually put out with all the bad stuff happening, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I work, you know. I'm called to be a watchman. So I watch stuff and I'm looking at stuff. I'm I got my got my binoculars on. Yeah. Looking at it. All of a sudden pulling pulling out the Bible. When I open up the Bible, I see schematics. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so see, so Revelation see, chapter thirteen. Bob, you're a different kind you know. of you're a different <laughs> you're a different kind of heretic. So <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Bob I think I know Marvelous. what we can title this. End time dreams of vision for a different kind of heretic. Yeah. (laughs) This episode, Greg, you can title it The One with the Heretics. Yeah. I was thinking that would be a great name for a group, a a band, you know? Yeah. There he is. In that show, uh, Friends, it was like the one with da 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 da. Well, that's this episode is the one with the heretics. It's it's um, I guess we all have, wear that as a badge of honor in some respect because some people don't really like our our simplistic, in some way, simplistic view of salvation and so forth. But I think we all agree that God did not want salvation to be difficult, right? God didn't want the process and everything, like for people to understand what it is, to be a difficult thing. God wants everyone saved. So it's, it's, to us, it's kind of simple in some respects. But then after that, though, is what kind of Bob's talking about, which is the walk, right, afterwards, and then the process, the cultivation, like I talked about, all the the grieving of the Holy Spirit. You don't want to do that. So what do you do? The world's in a, a, a total mess and you don't want to devolve into the world. So what do you do? So there's all that to consider. But before that is salvation, which is the most important thing is to make sure that you are spreading the word of what salvation is and, and that it's a yeah. free gift. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the whole reason that we do this. Yeah. It's the whole reason that Greg started this is to get people you know, bring people back to the father, you know, it's like the, it's like the prodigal and, you know, God is waiting and, and he's, and he's, and there's still, there's still people that need to need to hear the word and come to the, come to the Lord. That's why we're still here. You know, we're not, we're not still here because, you know, we, we just have this time slot on, on a Wednesday night or a Tuesday night. We're here because there's still people that need to hear it. It is stand, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and not, be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The yoke of bondage, mm-hmm. you know, he says his his burden is light, and his his uh, you know it's to be yoked easy. together with the Lord. You know what I'm talking about? Yoke mm-hmm. and burden. Yeah, but um, yoke is easy, the, burden is light. Yeah, the yoke, but we do have a yoke, but it's a yoke of, of liberty. Let's think about yeah. that. We it's not a yoke yeah. of bondage. Yeah. If we're yoked no. together with the Lord Jesus Christ, we're yoked together with liberty, and we're pulling. We're pulling in the same direction. 
the oxen the real, aren't going in different directions. The real liberty, the true freedom, right? The freedom yeah. that, that the we talked about independence day that we just came out of, right? That holiday. There is liberty. But there's liberty in Christ. There's freedom in Christ yeah. now, you know? Right. Now, well, see, so you're narrow-minded by saying that because isn't there, isn't there oh, liberty in all the other religions of the world? There's a certain, I'm just, I'm playing a devil's advocate. There's a certain semblance of truth in every, mm-hmm. there has to be a little pinch of truth in these things or people wouldn't be drawn into them. That's right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when this, when you come to this word of God, which is the word of faith and the word of truth, mm-hmm. and you read a verse where Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, mm-hmm. and the life. Mm-hmm. No man comes into the Father except by and then in Acts, it says, no other name named under heaven, Acts 4.12, whereby we must be saved. That's well, right, see, you're right. very narrow-minded. Well, wait a minute. Let's just look at the what the record of the book is. It stood the test of time. Hundreds of years, huh? thousands of years. And Bob, still- can I say something? <laughs> can I say something? Um, yeah. Well, one thing I want to mention when you because because of that, I just want to expound upon that a little bit because <laughs> I think it's super important um, when you're when you're talking about that it, you're narrow minded. Okay, what that mean? If someone says that, I guess that what that means is that in your mind, if you decide to create some truth, then you're then you're open minded. The problem with that is again. That's the person creating their own truth or or believing in another man's truth and taking it upon yourself as, okay, now I own this truth as well. That's what people believe is being open-minded, okay? The problem with that is that, again, either you're relying on your own understanding, which is no good, and the Bible says, do not rely on your own understanding. And or number two, you've relied on another person's understanding, which is probably even worse. So when someone says you're not you're not being open, you're, you know, you're narrow minded. There is only one truth. OK, and that truth is a narrow minded or narrow path. It is not open to a thousand different things. Like you said in that verse, Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life, that no one comes to the Father but through me. That's a pretty narrow path already That's right true. there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you if someone accuses you of being narrow-minded, they're accusing Jesus, and they're accusing God of being narrow-minded. And in some yeah. respect, it is narrow-minded, because what does the Bible say? <laughs> The Bible says that the path to salvation is a what? Is a wide path. Nope, nope, nope. It doesn't narrow say path. that. No. That's yeah. right. That's right. Narrow path is only one way. See, right. that's it's, what we see. one way because you have to go through Christ. Exactly. All right. There's one way. There's only one door. How, how, how wide is Jesus? How wide, how wide are we? Okay. He's a normal man. Okay. Well, he's not a normal man, but you know what I mean. You know, when he walked the earth, he was probably about our size. Okay. And the width of my shoulders, okay, width of your shoulders, that's that's how narrow that door is. Exactly. Means every single person has to go through him. They might that's go right. through him at light speed, but every person has to go. That's a narrow way because you can't go around Jesus. You can't go under Jesus. 
He can't go oh. over his head. There's not a road where he kind of spreads himself out all the way across this huge road. Everybody's just going. No, it's Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Jesus yeah. as the same width as you and me. Literally, I am the door. When he says it, you think of that literally. I am the door. Imagine me being a door for you. Try to squeeze. I mean, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty wide, but my doors, you know, that's still pretty tough to get through that door. That's a narrow way. Isn't that's that the Jesus beautiful the only way to cross? Jesus only Jesus only went one way to the Father. Isn't that the most beautiful thing, though? Is that you don't have to like squeeze around him to go through the door. You actually yeah. go through. You actually go through him. You pass right through him because he indwells mm. in you, and you become one with him with the Holy Spirit. Then you can go to God. You don't need to like devise a certain plan in order to try to get around it or try to get around or through or whatever. You want to be through him. You want to be there. You want to receive mm-hmm. the Holy yeah. Spirit, right? That's one thing you it's just said, right. Kevin. You, 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 know, you always, you always have these little <laughs> you just have these little gems. Every so often, you something comes out of your mouth. You know, you, you're a pretty wise guy. Not, you know, not a wise guy, but you got there. You just said you don't have to go and, hey, you know, you don't have to go and devise i think you use the phrase devise your own plan right you know we we're okay before you get saved you're you're the, you're the lord of your life you're doing your own thing you're going along and then all of a sudden you hear about this jesus you know this guy mm-hmm. tells you uh you're a buddhist in california and he tells you give jesus a chance yeah, <laughs> why not start reading it and then you realize you're actually is a way to get to the one true and living God, but it is through Amen. the completed, and I mean this, the completed work of the Lord Jesus Christ. It wasn't a three quarters completed work. It wasn't 15 sixteenths completed work. It was done. It is mm, finished. finished. And then not only was it finished, but he gave this ability to us to have this within us Christ in us, the hope of glory, this un, it says in the word, it's an unsearchable gift. And it's, it's something that we do, we do not deserve, but we receive it by faith. And once we have that in us, we're sealed into the day of redemption. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty, you know, that makes us special. Power. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because because we believe it, not because of what we personally have accomplished, but because of everything that Jesus Christ accomplished. That's right. And he not only accomplished it, but his, his ministry, you know, he's seated at the right hand of the Father and continuing. Great. You know, a lot of people think about, you know, that he ascended up on high and then, you know, they're playing, they're playing cards or something. Now, yeah, Craig you know, making, Bob, he's Craig making, making, verse up. I think he might, yeah. it might've been before you. One moment. Great. Greg had a verse that was up there before you, I think it was before you came on that talked about a spirit of fear that we don't have a spirit of fear, but we have power, right? Mm-hmm. We have power. Second Timothy and, one seven. Yeah, that overcomes any kind of fear 
that we have because we have the power inside of us that was basically performed and done on the cross so many years ago. And then if I recall correctly, the disciples did not want Jesus to leave, but Jesus said, you know what? I have to leave because I'm going to send you a comforter, right? I'm going to send you a a spirit within you that is going to withstand the, 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 the bad things, which is going to help you until I come back. And that was a promise to every single believer after that day. You know, it was it wasn't just for the disciples or just for 3000 people that were saved that day. But it's actually for the billions and billions of people that have been saved since then, because that power has been imbued or installed within us right Mm -hmm. here. See this imbued. We have never heard the word imbued. We have a we have power. We have the love of God within us, and we also have a sound mind so that we can discern. Because we see people yeah. today can't discern worth anything. They're terrible. That they, well, they some, get it some people yeah. look at mainstream media. When was the last time mainstream media got something right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, they get everything wrong, man. <laughs> they don't have any kind of you know. It, it's been it's been. Uh, interesting because he hasn't given us a spirit of fear but he's given us like it says here power love and of a sound mind and powers the word dunamis which is right. you know we get the word dynamite from that you also get something the- that we you also get a crown yeah really oh, that's pretty well, good I'm, we we are why does God give us all this stuff? We we don't deserve any of it. I mean, why does He want to? Isn't it talking about yeah. us casting crowns? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course we're going to cast crowns. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're also going to be uh, priests and kings, are we not? Are we not going to rule and reign also with Christ? Yeah, we it, says that we're a, it says that we're a, a chosen generation. And we co-reign with right. Him. Priesthood and life. My particularly favorite part of that verse is a peculiar people. And I can identify with that one. We're already peculiar. peculiar. Yeah, well, thanks yeah. a lot, Alvin. Yeah, we're, already, a lot. <laughs> we're already peculiar compared to everybody else right now. Okay. You're more peculiar I mean, than anybody I think you've been blessed the most out of anyone in the world because you're the most peculiar guy I've ever met. But I got to tell you this: you are awesome. You are awesome. You have power. You 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 put out power in your words. Okay, what? and people can recognize that. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that, man. I I, I just I, sometimes <laughs> I, sometimes I sometimes I wonder if I'm coming on and just being a just being kind of a crazy man. But let me just uh, throw this out. I do. I do. I do. I do and, I do enjoy being on here, and uh, I, I know that sometimes the old adversary fights like like heck to to keep. He fights like heck to keep us from having this program. Well, let me just throw and this out. Here. He, he was he was beating me up today pretty good physically to not come on. Well, but, just, you know, after let, a let while, throw, I thought, ah. Go let ahead. Let me just throw this out there. Just throw this out there. What if you were not saved? What kind of person would you be? Robert Hagen. I think you'd be a weird dude. Um, 
But the fact that <laughs> I think so. Just, I think just being honest. Would be. <laughs> I think you'd be a weird dude because you have in, you have interesting interests and you also have an interesting background. But since you are saved, you actually make some sense. I think that if you weren't saved, Robert, I think that you wouldn't make much sense to me at all. I think that I'd be like, like this guy's cuckoo. Um, because you wouldn't be talking about things of the spirit. You'd be talking about things of the world. You'd be talking about maybe things of Buddhism or Eastern culture or reincarnation. Who knows what, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the background, and, and I, I guess in a lot of ways, I'm thankful that, you know, we all, we all are a product of our upbringing. Yeah. But if you're a, but if you're a seeker of the truth, and like Bob mentioned earlier, he's a watchman, you know, he's watching things and, and, reporting on a lot of things that are pretty negative and pretty heavy but That's we, for sure. but but the lord needs watchmen and the lord needs people that that are teachers and the lord needs people that are prayer warriors and it's tough and being we, there we're all we're all yeah we're all a, we're all a part <laughs> of this of the body you know mm-hmm. just, just like when I, I see i don't know what i don't know what uh what doc's going to be working on what kind of video he's going to be working on but i know if I pray for him during the course of the week that when, whenever he puts out, I believe it's going to be right on, you know, and, right. and he, he doesn't get, you know, he don't start doing those things and say, okay, now, okay, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this uh, information together so that I can get 400,000 people to watch it. That's, that's not something that crosses his mind. I don't think, cause I know him well mm-hmm. enough. He's doing that because he wants to inform people, get to get people to the point where they go, Let's try, you know, like I say many times, give Jesus Christ a chance. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. sitting out there in the misty flats tonight, you're tuning in by accident. If that's, I don't even believe it's yeah. an accident. And you're sitting yeah. there going, I, I don't understand <clears throat> what these guys are talking about, what they're talking about. They're talking about Jesus Christ. And I'm going to check it out. And if you step, you go to God and you say, I, I need to know the truth. Can you teach me? You better fasten your seatbelts, buddy, <clears throat> because you're going to learn and you're going to have somebody come into your life. that's going to teach you. And then you're going to go back and you'll go, hey, actually, that actually made sense. What they were talking mm-hmm. about, not having a spirit of fear. That actually made sense that, that, you know, Jesus came. We might have a more abundant life. That actually made sense that you can pray to be healed. That actually this stuff is making sense because. It doesn't make sense where you're a natural man. It doesn't make any sense. Isn't that the most, like one of the most interesting things about, about believers and non-believers is that like we just saw that this verse or that last verse, I think Greg or somebody, you posted a comment, which basically says, look, it's foolishness. It's foolishness to us, the ways of the world. Okay. When we see in the mainstream media say things and whatever, we think they're foolish. When the politicians do things, Bob and I talk about it all the time. We're just like, why would you even do that? That's not even good for you. It's stupid. It's illogical. It's just dumb. It's, it's, it's just lawlessness or whatever. And so it's foolishness to us. But when we talk about these things, right, they look at us and go, that's foolishness. What are you talking about? A, a magician in the sky, blah, blah, blah. And it's so amazing how different those two takes are. But when you ultimately believe, then you all of a sudden your eyes are open. It's like almost like Paul, you know, like when he was Saul, right? 
his eyes were just closed. And he was just like, Jesus was just a heretic, and I'm going to kill people who believe in him. And the next thing you know, on the way to Damascus, Jesus uh, it comes to him and basically says, why are you persecuting me? And Paul and Saul, of course, is thinking to himself at that, probably at that point, yeah, seriously, why am I? I mean, you know, yeah. and then he gets his eyes shut, right? And then all of a sudden he goes and, and the guy talks to him. He tells them more about Jesus. And then his oh, eyes are open. Yeah. His eyes are open you and know, he realizes, you know yeah. what? I am not to persecute the Son of God. Okay. I am to believe. And not only that, I'm going to get power and I'm going to, to do a whole bunch of things and I'm going to be stoned and I'm going to be shipwrecked and I'm going to be all these things, but I'm going to continue on because the Lord Jesus Christ told me that I needed to. Okay. And when God tells you to do something, you better do it. <laughs> yeah. Simply put, you better, you better do, do it. it. Hey, I like that. What happens when you don't? Yeah. You Evangelist Kevin Hoffman says, down into a big fish for three days. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kev, hey, Kev, you know that, that, that section in, in the in the book of Acts you're talking about where uh Paul's on the on the road to Damascus and uh, goes to street Jesus, street. G, G, Jesus <laughs> appears to him and he you know and then he was he was blinded, right? He was yeah. blind for what, three days? Yeah. Or actually when when he was Boy. when he got when he got up off the ground, it says and when his eyes were opened, he mm-hmm. saw no man. What right. which eye which eyes were opened? Exactly. You ever wonder about that? Does it ever does it ever cross your mind? His spiritual <laughs> eyes were opened. Amen, yeah. sir. He finally realized that everything I've been doing, I've been doing it because I don't understand that this is the way I should be doing it. This yeah. stuff, when you start to realize this, and you go through the word and you look at these things, it'll blow your mind. Well, you know, he, he, you know, he just, he had no, he had no decision to make. He was forced to believe that his, his life is, was changing up to that point when he saw the stand of Stephen, when he saw mm-hmm. these different things happen. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it got to the point where his eyes were opened. And then he, he was the one that was going to go out there and be one of the key elements in getting people to look into the truth of Jesus Christ. I mean, this, this word is, this word is so incredible and it's so, it's really simple. It, it's not, it's not, it's not very complicated. Is it Bob mm-hmm. and Ke- and uh, Greg? It's, it's it, it can't be too complicated because we, I'd never be able to understand it if it was, No, but it's, it's so, and, and when you look at these things, you start to read you start to read the words that are in the word, like here, and God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mm-hmm. mighty. What is a weak thing? Right. You know, there's so many things pe- people will say to you that believing in Jesus Christ is just a, it's just a religious crutch. Mm-hmm. Well, it, if you want to think it's a crutch, that's your privilege. But, Jesus, it says in the word that he's the foundation. He's the chief cornerstone. This is a great I verse. I want to be on the, Yeah, go ahead. No, that's a great verse because <laughs> this talks about exactly what we've been saying, which is 
uh, but I fear less by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. So your mind should be corrupted from what? From the simplicity that is in Christ. You see, you start making it very complicated. Mm -hmm. It becomes impossible to be saved at a certain point, right? You got to do this, this, check, 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 check. Did you do all those things? Oh, no, I missed this one. Sorry, you're not saved. Whoa, wait a minute. That's difficult. Especially especially watch it for the rapture because, you know, we believe in Jesus' finished works to save us, okay? The blood atonement saves you. You need a blood atonement to pay for your sins. Jesus, God offered up the Lamb of God, who is Jesus' son. All right? Mm -hmm. You accept that blood? Great. God applies it to your life, seals you, and you're saved. Okay? You're ready for the rapture resurrection. You don't have to be some big, huge watchman like and do all the work like any of us do. All right? You don't need to be on top of all that stuff. You don't need to do all you – do, you have to do any of that stuff. Okay? You just need to have that light inside it, however bright it or dim it's going to be, okay, mm-hmm. as long as it's operating within you, okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody gets the same reward in the end. We all get a brand, brand new uh, glorified body, according True. to Romans 8, Hallelujah. It says, uh, and not only they, but ourselves. But With good have news. the first fruits of the Spirit, <laughs> even we ourselves groan within ourselves. We ourselves groan within ourselves. What does right. that mean? Our spirit, born of the Holy Spirit, groans within this body, this sinful body, true. waiting for the adoption, waiting for the adoption. I mean, what happens? Our spirit's born again, but now we're waiting for something. Apostle Paul says, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of the body, which basically is, which is the redemption of the body. That's what he's mm-hmm. saying right there. Mm-hmm. So you are born, saved, sealed spiritually, and that's it. Done deal. Yeah, it's simple. Have you watched J.D. Farag and saw him and say, I want to get out of this body. <laughs> I, want yeah. I want hair. I want yeah. hair. Where's the hair? But the point is that you can see that his body is groaning for perfection, right? Mm-hmm. We all and I know people in this chat room as well, we all feel the same way, is that we want to shove off this sinful nature. We want to get that thing out of here. And so our, our our body is groaning for that day where we become perfect, perfect, and that's a good place to be in, I'm telling you right now. That is a, that, that's the mindset where that's you right. need to be in right now. And the thing about the simplicity this in Christ is that you know for for so many years before I became a believer, I thought it was you know that it had to be complicated and and I think what religion I don't I, I'm I'm not I don't like religion. Religion is it's it's shackles people with all these burdens and all these things that they can never never stand up to. But <clears throat> when you look at what has been accomplished by the the life the you know completed work of Jesus Christ his death his resurrection his ascension and his giving of the you know holy spirit on pentecost and uh, you know he had to like kevin was saying earlier he had, <clears throat> they didn't want him to leave it he had to go so the comforter would come and the word says he said he was going to send another comforter Okay. Mm-hmm. And and this this is the 
thing that he should, and he will lead you into all truth. We, we need to have that power base. You know, we need to have that um, information uh, download available, if you will. There's a lot mm-hmm. of times when we can't, by our natural minds, <laughs> believe me, it doesn't, doesn't work with me at all. Yeah. When I'm trying to figure out what, what I'm going to be uh, doing a teaching on a lot of times, and Greg will tell you this, sometimes I'm sending him notes at 2.30 in the morning. I'm up, like in the morning, I'm like up at uh, four o'clock in the morning, like you did to me yesterday, Bob. Oh, I did. Oh, <laughs> yeah. four o'clock. I was like, that's like three in the morning. I'm going to text yeah, you. I'm sorry. About that. I'm just, yeah, I'm work. A, I'm, I'm in a different zone. Oh, okay. No, I, no. I just I'm 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 up, I'm up I'm up very early. But oh, so okay. sometimes that's the way it works with me. And I have you know I'll get up and all of a sudden there will the thoughts be for what that I should do. And so mm. I'll start working on them, but I'm thinking, why is it, you know, guy, why are you doing this at two thirty in the morning? Or sometimes it just, and then, He's and then I'll sit down time. there. Yeah. And then I'll sit down there and, and we'll get together and I'll start doing it. And somehow it makes sense. And it's gotta be God working in it. Yeah. In it to, to, it has to uh, be, to teach. To, or it's not going to work. Know, I, I, is you're listening to a small, still voice in you that's directing you to hope, maybe even get additional information or something from another yeah. part of the body, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it, Kev, I think a lot of it has to do with the, it gets back to the prayer aspect of it because when people, and I, I know that there are people in the chat room that are praying right now, you know. Uh, they, as they're as they're listening and watching, they're going. Well, I might I'd appreciate it, the prayers that people have been uh, sending out for me because of certain things I'm dealing with physically, mm-hmm. and I can tell that they're doing that. And also, I know that while you were out, there were people that were praying for you, Kevin. I appreciate you know, that. The, the different th- the different things that we've all gone through, Greg and and Bob. You know, and when we had the COVID and all the things that were going on, I know that the the, the brethren were praying for us. The brethren yeah. were praying for us. You know, well, you can That's feel it. the community and and the brethren, yeah. like you said, yeah. the power it amasses, and yeah. you can feel that your things change. And like like the Just, Southwest Radio Church said, right? God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Yeah, yeah like the old Jay Vernon McGee used to come on, and you know he. He would say, "I love you, and God loves you too." You know, <laughs> but and, and when and when you the the intro to this is one of the things Greg says is a community of believers. Yeah, you know, he doesn't say it's communism. Uh, he doesn't say that it's a community. The we commune together, you know, and and over and we commune together because of the basic. Uh, unity that we have we're supposed to have unity in the spirit community. we are and the <laughs> body of communists that have come together <laughs> boy we can really keep this thing up Kevin. you know it's, it doesn't take much to get rolling here uh, you know it's like uh, i i don't know um how else to put it other than uh really if you're if you're somebody who is is searching for the truth, if you're hunger, if you're hungry and thirsty for the truth, mm-hmm. um, 
Jesus Christ is the answer. Amen. Uh, he is. He came that you might have a more abundant life. Mm-hmm. And he still makes it available today. And it's a simple thing to do. And then, you know, it's a, it's a narrow path, like we were talking about earlier, but it's a simple thing to do. And you just have to change lords. You have to mm-hmm. stop being lord with the name tag that I'm my own lord. Mm-hmm. You have to take that off and you have to say, okay, it's time for me to to let the master help me yeah. and, yeah. you know, guide me and show me. And that's right. That's the reason that, you know, that's the reason we do this stuff. It's not, it's not so people can say, well, those guys are brilliant. Well, no one's ever going to say that. <laughs> oh, okay. No one. <laughs> but it's the it just it might say it about Messina or Barbara oh. Hawkins, but me that's a crazy guy. I don't think so. No one it was so common, Robert, believe me. It was so calm until hey. Hagen came on. <laughs> hey Greg, do you want to get into questions right now? Because well, uh, I, I would, but you know what? We're we're letting we're letting Robert speak because we know uh it's his birthday week. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you, you, you couldn't get that by me, uh, Robert. You know, you, you guys think you can get the birthdays, of, you know, and shove them to the side. But you don't want to start putting out numbers because that's when Halkman gets, you know, well, he's a lot older than we are. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your birthday is probably yeah. mentioned in numbers somewhere. It's got to be like a bunch of numbers, I would think. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> mentioned in numbers? Boy, I tell you, brother. No, I think it was the. I think it was maybe mentioned Revelation where it says thousands and ten thousand. Yeah. Well, oh, we, we do you. want to wish you a happy birthday, brother. We thank yeah. you so much. Happy birthday, for, uh, Bob. Coming on. Yeah, it's on Friday. And uh, you know what? It's uh, close enough. It's yeah. close enough. And, Friday the seventh. Uh, I'm gonna be. Should I say how old I'm gonna be? No, you shouldn't, because that will scare me. <laughs> Don't scare me, how old you are. Well. It'll scare you. But I'm, a little, I'm a little bit older than you, Kevin. Well, I know, just a little bit. Everybody, I'm sure everybody wants to know yeah. how old you are. I mean, I'm 48. I'm yeah. I'm open about it. Oh, so. terrible. Okay, I'm going to be I'm going to be 71, and I don't oh, look a young. day over 70. Oh, you're young. I don't look a day over 70. Do <laughs> 71? Yeah, you can yeah. barely. My father barely. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right. Well, if I if if I were to have a son like you, I'd be proud. Oh well, shoot! You should be my dad. Cause my dad is not proud. No, I'm just kidding. He is proud. I just make a joke. Sorry, Dad. He's probably watching. Going, you jerk. Why did you say that? About me? <laughs> yeah. No, seventy-one. Listen, seventy-one is not old. You just act older. That's all. I think. That's- <laughs> Don't lie. Uh, I tell you though, um, as the elder statesman you are, um, you definitely have a lot of life experience to bring to this. And I think that you're like one of the proofs that God can reach out to anybody, basically. And we all are, but I mean, you know, in some respects, you're just, you know, it's like you, you got, you got, listen. You got touched by God, okay? You were going through your yeah. life and this and that, and the next thing you know is like, boom, Robert, you're going to be one of mine. And then you couldn't really say no, could you? 
Yeah. But it was it was interesting because it's just so much of uh, I look fifty. Wow, Caesar! God bless you, Jeez. Caesar. Caesar, Caesar's a really nice guy. <laughs> Bob is a young man. At least he will be soon. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> boy. That, you don't look really, at me. <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, uh, one of the one of the ladies at the the uh, nursing home I work at. I was talking to her today, and uh, I said, you know, I got a birthday coming up, and. She, she says, well, I've got one coming up, and I'm going to be 99 years old. Whoa. And I thought, well, i got a ways to go to catch up with you. Yeah. And she still has her – she's still – I mean, these people, some of them, they're just clear minds, and, you know, they're, they're old people, but they still – they got the clarity. And I just – I'm sitting there going, wow. Why can't our president at about 80-some-odd years old have that sound of mind? Huh. No. I appreciate all the well wishes from the people in chat, too. Thank you. Thank you all. It's a, it's a real – it's a blessing and a privilege to be on here with you guys. It, it has been for the whole time I've been here. and You know, I don't – we I got some stuff coming up next week, but I want to try to get back on after I after they chop me up. I'm going to chop you up. <laughs> Yeah, we want you to be back on. Yeah, you know, I think yeah, I don't Lord know. Willing, yeah. you'll, you'll be here. You'll chop up your knee. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not too much. So, yeah, but, we'll be uh, praying, folks. We're praying for Bob. He's having surgery soon. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, if, I don't, I don't know if Michael is watching tonight, but um, I was thinking about Michael Pell's too, and mm. the uh, Centurions of Faith uh, program Centurion. he does, and. Um, you know, folks, if you uh, have an opportunity to tune in, watch Michael. Uh, Michael puts together really wonderful content. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just we're thankful to have him as a, as a brother and, and uh, praying you for him tonight. And, yeah, he just uh, for a young man. And I, I really believe a lot of that wisdom he gets from that beard. I always have fun with him when he's on with that beard because I'm jealous because I can't grow a beard like that. Uh, I've tried. It doesn't work, but, um, but the same. Yeah. Yeah. You shaved a while ago. So well, shaved. Uh, so that was, yeah. at the same time, uh, I love my long beard. My we've been, work. um, you know, it's been how many years now? Greg? three. We've been on three years, three years. Praise God. Yeah. And the thing, you know, I, one of the desires I have is to meet you guys personally at some point. You know, it's either here you or there in the air. Probably in the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You Not know, really after really all, the comments, all, all the comments you make about me, Barbara, I might have to pop you one, you know. <laughs> Get, you know, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of fun, though. We, we've had a lot of I think there's been a lot of real wonderful things that have come from uh, having uptime on. I really do. And I only, hope so. I hope people are blessed. Only, only eternity mm-hmm. will, will uh, you know, will really, will, will know then, uh, as we are known. But at the same time, there's a lot of, um, you know, we don't see a lot of the things that, <clears throat> that come of any of the stuff that we do, do we, Bob? We're just, 
you know, you might get some comments or an email once in a while, but you don't really see the total effect of what well, you're doing on your, with your program, to be fair, what you're doing with the supplying Bibles for the people around the world, you know. Which is to be fair, thing. in the comment section, there are quite a few people that comment on these videos and say, hey, you know what? You guys have really um, helped me. You guys have edified. You guys, I, this is where I go to get, you know, and commune with people. And I, mm -hmm. I do think that we see that. We see that in the chat. We see that in comments where people mm -hmm. are feeling like, well, hey, this is kind of a, you know, a, a a fortress of solitude in some way. Like we come here for regeneration in some respects, you know, like I'm now I'm rejuvenated. Okay. I'm, I'm ready to go, you know, withstand the wiles of the devil again, because I got my juice from, from everybody getting together. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it does help in those, in, in that respect. And I think that we have definitely received a lot of comments from people who feel the same way as we do. And look at, we're not anything. We're not special. We come on, on here for the same reason and, and, and a lot of times and that is to edify each other edify the brethren to be edified by the people in chat to spread the good news i mean this keeps us going i mean like like i said i was gone for three weeks i could feel it that i'm gone for three weeks and it's just like i come back and i feel you know really kind of pumped up so it definitely is something that i think People all over the world who tune in have felt as well. Good. You know, people talk about, um, a lot of people have said to me that they have learning disabilities. And when they have the learning disabilities, mm -hmm. they can't read the Bible. They can't, they can't extract that information from the Bible, you know. So they depend mm -hmm. on forums like this, you know, uh, people who can read the Bible, who people who can extract that information, people that could take a, make a video, make a chart, make an animation, you know, be able to break it down for them to simply understand. Okay. That's what I love to do. Take a lot of complex information and break it down really easy to understand. And I love people love that's what I do. And I love them when people comment like that. That's the that's the thing I look for. I that 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 is what I love being able to do when when I'm like that teacher. It's like when that when your student gets it, yeah, I get so excited mm -hmm. because when they get it. Yeah, like they get it, they get it, and they understand it. It's in, it's solid, it's it's a part of them now, you know. And that's the type of joy I get mm -hmm. from teaching, you know, teaching the word of God here. You know, what I do for this channel is actually broken down by a acronym. The acronym is BEEP, all right? B E E P. Okay. B build, build the body of Christ. We do that through our outreach. Feed my sheep today, bringing new members into the body of Christ. E educate the body of Christ, E, encourage the body of Christ, and P, pray for the body of Christ. Mm, beep. Nice. So if you break that down, if you're doing all four of those things, remember that word, beep. Okay? That's like why that. I look at it. And if you're doing all four of those things, something's going to have to stick when it comes to that judgment seat of Christ. That's all, mm. all I got to say. Okay, we're going <laughs> like to We're going to change the name to beep time. Beep <laughs> Beep. Beep. I love it. Oh, wait, that's a horn. That's a yeah, horn. That's yeah. a shofar. Actually, uh, we've also we've also had uh, uh there's one other guy who um who's been on here over the years off and on and and uh 
a watchman for that great day, uh, Brother JB, John Boucher. Oh, John, we had him on last week. And, uh, he was on last week. You know, uh, I think about John often. And, uh, I think that was the first he, time he showed up last week. He's a wonderful guy. He's, he's, a, he's a character, too. Isn't it the first time he was on since Gil Broussard? Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. I think it was since Gil Broussard's second visit. Um, I enjoyed listening. To, and you know what, Bob, Bob, on your channel, you also um, sometimes have videos with uh, Boucher on his channel. Um, yeah. I think you guys just won earlier this morning, didn't you? A coffee yeah. thing or something? Yeah, it was nice. A coffee awesome. encouragement. And then start your day off with some encouragement, right? Because I think everyone needs that. Because um, mm -hmm. right now the world's getting darker and darker. And I think that the number, what is it? The second E, which is encourage, right? I think it was education and encourage. We definitely yep. want to edify and encourage people because listen, the, when they're taught, when the, when the, when the Bible talks about the rapture, it finishes off with, you know, comfort each other with these words. And I think that that's right. that there is comfort and hope. And there is comfort in the power that we have and that we are we do not sink into the depths of despair into the world. But we comfort and edify each other until that day happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what we do. That's, that's what we have hey, to Greg, do. I'm going to I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get going here. So. All right. Well, okay. I appreciate you guys putting up with me. Thank you for coming on. No, yeah. Well, we had a my birthday. Yeah. Um, hey, anyway. I was, uh, just send send your cards and letters and donations to. No, I'm just uh, donations. <laughs> well, well, can I put up your can I put up your email address? Well, well, sure. Yeah, sure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've actually uh, <clears throat> I've actually gotten some some. Uh, you know some com uh, some good comments from from people These that have watched comments. it as he leads teachings mm -hmm. over yeah. the over the time I've been doing them and uh, it's I, you know I don't get a whole bunch of them but I do get a few here and there and you know they they're uh, you know thanking me for teaching the word and you know whatever thanks that I get for doing that I have to give God the glory and. And I've got this uh, incredibly talented producer that helps me. So, Who could that be? Mr. Producer. I was actually going to do that um, a while back. I was going to cut, you know, kind of start doing that stuff myself. And then Greg and I talked about it. And I said, hey, you do a better job. Uh, <laughs> ever would. I'd well, have you it just, chopped you up. Just, you just wanted to call me. You had wanted a reason to call me at three in the morning. That's it. At three in the morning. <laughs> That's what it came down to. <laughs> you can't ask Greg to help you at two in the afternoon, right? It has to be three in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bob's going, oh no, not another. <laughs> so, right. anyway, you guys have a great week, and I'll hey, you too. hopefully see you next, next you Tuesday. Bob. Well, take care. And right, God good good morning. With your yeah. Okay. Take it easy, guys. God bless. All right. God bless. Bye. Take care, man. All right. Questions. Questions, questions, questions. We got about sixteen of them right now. Yeah, we have a bunch of them. I think, <laughs> I think we can probably do like a lightning round through these things here. See, will USA have a president in twenty twenty four? I don't think so. Oof. I think uh, there's not going to be an election, and they're going to have ten kings. So, wow. yeah, no election. Wow. 
He's calling it. You know, I could be wrong. <laughs> but uh, I don't think there's going to be an election. Wow. So, yeah. Anybody else disagree? I think it's a strong possibility. It is a strong, the way we're going. I think that is a very strong possibility. Bob, I am on board with you on that. We'll see what happens. But, man, things are happening, escalating so quickly. I, I don't right. see why it couldn't happen. The only thing that I, I think is that if the rapture occurs prior to the election, then I think all bets are off at that point. I, I mean, the world's going to be a different place. So it mm-hmm. asks your, I think that's kind of what you're leading towards, Bob, is that the rapture has already occurred. Then the, then the election time is supposed to happen, but things have changed so much that it's not the same. Right. Exactly. And that's there. That's there. Do you think the enemy will do something during the Passover eclipse of 2024 and the hmm. sac- sacrifices. So basically she's referring to the April 8th, 2024 oh, American yes. eclipse. Hmm. So, so that's going to take place there. I think that's also marking the absolute end of America. I don't think it's America at that point will be completely war torn and just decimated by civil wars, uh, invading uh, uh, Chinese and Russian soldiers and cartels it's just going to be an absolute war zone here by this point but by that by the spring of 2024 so the rapture resurrection already took place so i think that's what that that's what that that's what that uh that eclipse can i I mention uh, like and the sacrifice is it it, and then are you talking about the sacrifice in the temple in the third temple that's going to be taking place because I don't think the sacrifice is going to be um, involved in the next year at all in terms of like being shut down or anything like that. Because, I mean, the sacrifice ceases um, at the midpoint of the tribulation. So um, the Antichrist puts an, puts an end to it, basically, and declares himself as God. So um, I don't think the sacrifice has – personally, that's just my opinion, is I don't think the sacrifice has anything to do with um, next – unless it's the starting – uh, unless you think if that's when they when they start the sacrifices is next next year, I don't know. Hmm. It's certainly not the it's certainly not the ceasing of the sacrifices because that doesn't happen until the midpoint. So, but maybe it's the beginning of the sacrifices in the temple. I don't know. Caesar says, "Sir, a night a night ago, I had a dream that I was beheaded in the tribulation." That's Why? terrible. Because I've seen many people have that happen to them. I've been executed on, um, millions of times in my yeah. dreams. So, and there's always tribulation. So it's like, I think it's just the Lord's just showing you, like, like hey, you know what? This can be a, a loved one of yours. If you need mm-hmm. that little extra oomph to go show them the gospel, what you just went through should probably give you that extra push to go share the gospel or share that content. You know, if you're too afraid to share your content, go share the gospel, you just don't have the right, you just don't have the right relationship with all your friends and stuff like that. You know, if they're on Facebook, man, just do what I do, man. I just, at least once a day, I'm putting something in there and I'm playing seeds. I mean, everybody sees that stuff. I love Facebook as as corrupt as it is, still a great tool to (laughs) share the gospel. All right. So, but also just, don't fear it. You know, don't fear this yeah. dream. This is yeah, I mean, exactly. if, you, if you're thinking in terms of you being within Left in on. the tribulation during that period, there's some dreams that, you know, come from our own stem, from our own minds, our own thoughts. It's not always coming from God. 
And could also, I believe the enemy can also interfere with our dream into our dreams. I mean, I've experienced myself numerous times. So um, he wants to take things away from you. He wants to take the word away from you. He wants to take away uh, that solid foundation, Christ and the word and your salvation. So don't forget about that. And it doesn't mean that you're like consciously every single day walking on eggshells. I'm sure Caesar doesn't walk on eggshells every day wondering whether or not he's saved. Um, and like Greg was saying, you know, when you go to sleep or whatever, you're you it's it's a different thing, right? It's a little different situation that's going on in your brain. Um, you're working things out a lot, right? So you're trying to figure things out sometimes when you're asleep. And like Greg said, I mean, we're all still we all still have the sinful nature inside of us. So certain doubts and things can creep in there. And the enemy can also, like like Greg said, kind of weasel his way in there a bit and give you maybe some discomfort or whatever. But the key is, is that don't dwell on that. And you say, why? Why did I have this dream? Well, only God can tell you why that he allowed that to happen. But Job, you know, why is this stuff happening? To me? You know, and it's like, Job, be, be quiet. <laughs> the Lord is testing you and the Lord knows better than you. And who are you to say that God's not doing the right thing, right? So who knows why? But the point is, is like, don't dwell on it to a point where it puts you into fear or whatever, you know? Just um, yeah. come out of it and try to use it to the, you know, as something like maybe what Bob is saying is just like, hey, it's not a good place to be. You don't want to do that. You want to get saved now so that you can go in the rapture. So maybe it gives you, Caesar, more impetus to go out there and preach more. Who knows? I don't know. Or appreciate what you have. <laughs> appreciate what you have. Yeah. Appreciate the fact that you don't go through that wrath. That's not your time. That's not your punishment. The reason why these people get beheaded is because they're being tested. And we're not here for the time of testing. They've, they passed the right. test because they got beheaded. They passed the test. How, how good are you going to feel, Caesar, when you're raptured? And you're like, oh, I never have to go through that dream. That's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. There's a question Bob was talking about earlier. How do you know if the tongues you're speaking are from the Lord? Don't you need someone to interpret them? You know, uh, Acts 2, verse 7 and 8, it says, And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how we hear every man in our own, we're in, in our own tongue wherein we are born. So when they were speaking in tongues, they heard their languages. It wasn't something, you know, it wasn't like that. It was their language. And that's where the interpreters come in. Because when you're speaking in tongues, you need somebody, like for example, if you're speaking German, okay, you're speaking German, you need a German interpreter, okay? If you're speaking tongues in German, you need someone that understands German. If you speak in tongues in Portuguese, you need someone who understands Portuguese. That's where you got the interpretation of tongues. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's anybody that can interpret uh, uh, the tongues that they think that's acts is, is not a human language. It's, it's none of the human languages. It's a straight up, straight to God. I don't think anybody can interpret that. Because if you can interpret it, then the enemy can interpret it. He can hear what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So I, I think there's different applications. Point, though, is, yeah, but my I guess my question is that point is like, who are you speaking tongues for? 
Are you speaking mm -hmm. in tongues for somebody else to hear it and to know what you're saying and to interpret it? Or mm -hmm. is it possible that you're just speaking, like Bob was saying earlier, just speaking directly to God in, in a language that he understands and you're communicating with him in that way and you're feeling the spirit? Like there's so it's a big difference, right? Between like having a whole bunch of people around you, and all of a sudden you start speaking in tongues, and then at that point is like Paul is saying, you know, a few times is like, what is that profiting everybody at that point? You know, and does it profit everybody? Is anybody being profited from it? I think that's the that's the that becomes the question, and then like we've seen Greg shown things where people will speak in tongues and they'll hit them on the head and they'll roll on the floor and they'll do all this. Who, you know, what is that actually accomplishing? And is it more of a fleshly thing that's occurring during that period of time? So there's all kinds of questions that have come into it. But I mean, if you're speaking in tongues and you're alone, then you don't really need to worry about whether or not somebody's interpreting it because you're speaking directly to God and, and, and having that communication. So maybe Bob in that respect that's maybe what happens more often is that you're speaking in a language that only God can understand. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. Here's our Fred Chester here. Oh, he Chester's a, back. Hey, Chester. Back. Chester says, uh, hey, Bob, coming year 2024 through 2029, will a solar flare get close enough to cause the earth to get so hot and cause Florida to sink underwater? I wow. think Florida will get hit with a tsunami, perhaps by nuclear weapons. Who knows? But you know what? I want to make a. Uh, you know what's interesting is the White House just came out with this whole. We need to block out the sun. They are so adamant about blocking out the sun. Now we're. Th I'm thinking to myself, okay, yeah, well, okay, you guys want to depopulate the earth. You guys block out the sun. We don't get vitamin D, so we get sicker. You block out the sun, so we don't grow crops. So that way we can eat we had nothing to eat so we die off mm -hmm. is it because of that because you already have mechanisms that could take care of all that stuff you bought up all the farmland okay you have all these other ways of killing people off through sicknesses nuclear war bio bio warfare you have all these mechanisms to kill everybody off but why do you guys need to block out the sun i is think it it's a benefit for them and Was you know what i think i think uh, what they need what i think Bill what they want to do can you mm -hmm. hear me? Yeah. Well, I think what they want to do, I think they're trying to protect themselves from the judgments that are coming. In Revelation chapter 16, when that angel pours his vial on the sun, the sun scorches the men around the earth. Now, if they could put a board, a barrier around the earth that can keep them from being scorched by those solar flares or whatever's going to be coming from that sun, those judgments, if they can build a barrier and protect themselves, they can survive those judgments. What do you think? That's what that makes sense to me, because they're trying to protect themselves right now. Because it's not about blocking out the sun just so we can't eat, we don't get our vitamin D. We have supplements. I got vitamin D supplements. Drink some lemon juice. Do something like that. I don't care. Hmm. But why are you guys? Why? Why? Why is so important for you to block out that sun? Yeah, Bob, who brought this up? That one day that the sun is going to shine seven times harder and scorch them. Mm -hmm. and they don't want that to happen, so they're going to try to do whatever it takes in order for that not to happen. Yep. It sounds I mean, like you know, a fool's errand because it does happen. So 
Um, I don't think they're going to be able to accomplish Obviously, I know they're not going to be able to accomplish it because the Bible doesn't say that man blocked out the sun, and so the sun didn't shine seven times harder. It sounds like God's under, is more in control than humans at that point. Uh, well, he certainly is now, too. But, I mean, I just don't I, – I see it a fool's errand. Again, they're going to go underground and say, hey, hide us from the – I mean, it's not going to work. Anything that they decide to do to try to get away from God's judgment is not going to work, no matter what. And why would you even want to block out the sun to begin with? If I recall when I was a kid in school, I, w- I learned that sunlight is extremely important for us to be able to breathe, mm-hmm. if I remember that plants actually use sunlight in order mm-hmm. to create oxygen. If I recall, is that correct? Am I stupid or isn't that correct? Now, if you block out the sun, how much oxygen is being produced by plants? Mm. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, well, very yeah. little. Yeah, yeah. And, no, I mean, was, it's, it's like multiple, multiple benefits for them. Yeah, for their 2030 agenda, multiple right. benefits for yeah. them. So who was responsible for this? Was it Bill Gates that I heard was responsible? Because I've seen an article about it, um, but I thought Bill Gates. Yeah, was he's, he's a part of it, but I don't know how they're going to do it. Yeah, very strange. He's part of a lot, isn't he? I mean, Bill yeah, farmland, buying up farmland. Yeah. He's he's part of the uh, promoting the V. You know, uh, you know all tentacles this stuff. are a lot of yeah. a lot. Yeah. Tentacles are everywhere, man. <laughs> when did Bill Gates become a farmer? That's a good question. When did he become a farmer? <laughs> right. And, yeah, and a doctor. And <laughs> There's a question here from, from Chef. It says, do you think the upcoming 2023 SDG Summit in September could possibly be the covenant with many that is spoken by Daniel the prophet in Daniel 927? Or at least, should we consider it? So what he's talking about here is their uh, seven-year rescue plan that they're going to be doing. This upcoming, I can't see Kevin no more. I got to get rid of that. So uh, they're talking about their seven-year rescue plan that they're going to be meeting up with in, De- in September. And I heard it's going to be on the Feast of Trumpets. Okay, so how about that? So yeah. they're going to meet together and they're going to decide and they're going to try and figure out a way to push the their uh, SDG agenda, sustainable. Uh, development goals for 2030 okay and they're they're going to figure out a ways to speed things up because i think time is short for them now okay we are in the next seven year cycle how many how many years are we away from 2030 now okay we're like six years and what eight months now away something like that so time is getting short for the devil so now you hear this narrative all of a sudden. We need to speed things up, right? Mm-hmm. 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 That's they what do. they're going to be doing. And the fact that they're going to be doing that in the Feast of Trumpets. Yeah. yeah you can't make this stuff up, You can't man. make this stuff up. Too coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in other words, it could be, right, Bob? Is, is that where we're Right. High right watch. At? Man, oh. incredible high watch. Okay. Now, you know, oh, I love Trump, man. I love it. I hope. We get that far, it's gonna be so cool. <laughs> I, I, I don't just, think any of us can look at that and say, No, it's not even possible that could be the, the, the covenant with many. I don't think any of us can say that, but we also necessarily can't say, Oh, yes, it is, it absolutely is going to be. So, I think you got to keep an open mind to that, um, to see whether or not that it is. But to be honest with you, 
you when the seven year covenant is made or the, the confirming of a covenant is made, what do we care? We're not going to be here for that. <laughs> right. What, what I mean, sure. It's nice to look for it, but I mean, we're not going to be a part of that. We are going to be watching that seal being open in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, it's good to watch for because it's like, well, if that's if that's going to happen there, then the chances are the rapture resurrection is going to happen sometime over the next month and a half, something like that. Okay. That's how we get. That's how we use that information. The old, uh, how far away? How far away is this train from us before it hits us? So that's a good gauge, you know. It is, but, but isn't I, it true also, though, Bob, that we rely on tr- and trust in the Lord? for his perfect timing and that we don't necessarily need to feel like the rapture um, is absolutely going to happen in a month and a half. Cause if it doesn't happen in a month and a half, well then everything is bad and my life is terrible and everything's going to go bad and I'm not going to be able to make it through. <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, I think that the key is, is that yes, we see these signs, but we don't necessarily know if we're going home in a month and a half. We don't know. But I think no, to, no. To the but I think the paint the point is what Annette is saying is that it has no breaks. It's going to happen. And we also have faith and trust in the Lord that he is going to do it in his perfect timing. So mm-hmm. to me, whether or not it happens in a month and a half from now or a year and a half from now or whatever, I know that it's perfect. And because I I trust in that God's in control and is doing it. If it was some man who had a machine and was trying to figure out the day and say, okay, here's the day I'm going to do it. I wouldn't trust that guy. I'd be like, what? You're, you're not the creator of the universe. You know? Right. Question. Well, Kevin, a- when will the be? The rapture is going to happen on September. No, I'm just kidding. It's not going to happen. on. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is this, is that the day of the rapture, the rapture is going to happen on the day of the rapture. That's all I can tell you at this point. I don't know otherwise. Right. How many how many alignments have you we've been in we've been doing uptime now for three years now? How many alignments right. have we seen that made sense for the rapture resurrection and the 40, beginning of the seventy tribulation? 50, 70, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But you know what though? You know, but you know what sucks as a watchman? You can't ignore them. So you have to no. sit there like Could this be it? Could this, this could be, be it? it? And, you know, I don't know. So I got to go out and I got to do my reports. I got, but you know what though? If that's basically what God does right there. It keeps that carrot in front of you, and you keep moving, keep moving. And as you're moving along, doing your work, you got more and more people finding out and starting to wake up and mm-hmm. seeing our videos, and they're coming to the Lord and they're getting saved. How many people do you think got added to the body of Christ, Kevin, since 2017? Millions, How many people millions, globally? Millions and millions. Uh, uh, countless people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so many people are so glad. I mean, these people are so happy that the rapture resurrection didn't p- take place on the uh, 23rd of September, the Revelation 12 sign. But that was That's a great true. carrot. That was a good carrot. All right, <laughs> Couldn't get it. So we kept on going. They stayed in front of us. And then 2009, 2022, that was an awesome one, 2021. And I mean, but now here we are once again. But you know what though? God is in total control. I think uh, Dustin Busy for the Lord put out a great video. You guys see that live stream you did? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. And man, that guy nailed it. As a man, as like, you know what? That's right, man. It's like, you know, we we sit there and do charts. We try to figure this thing out, but in the end, 
God has absolute control, dominance over this thing. So yeah. the enemy is going to try to do their seven-year deal this September, and if God says no, then they're going to push it off no. until January. Then it's just a like they did before. Be made. Right, exactly. I mean, how many times have we seen that happen? I see a lot of that happening right now. These guys are trying to do their seven-year plans and things that look like, oh, man, that smells like the seven-year tribulation right there. And all of a sudden, you know, some rack, some thing, something happens, and they're like, oh, we're just got to push it off right now. Uh, this have, we, they just keep on kicking the can down the street. There are people who, recall, remember, there are people that are still saying that the abomination of desolation happened when Obama went to the Church of the Nativity back in 2009. So, I mean, let's be honest. People have been looking for things for a long time. Remember the thing that came up with the Pope, the, the Lady O.C. or something like that? They're like, is that the seven-year thing, you know? And it's like, oh, wait, Prince Charles, uh, King Charles is going to be coordinated. Is that the beginning of the seven years? Well, yeah. this thing in September, is that going to be it? And then if that's not it, what about next January when this is going to happen or this and that? The point is that, uh, that mankind via the devil and his plans, no, he doesn't have a short, uh, has a short time, is basically doing all these plans, right? But God ultimately decides, right? So, sure, there's going to be plans that we're going to see all the time that men are going to try to make in order to make a more perfect utopia here on earth, okay? But we all but we know where that ultimately is going to land. And that, that peace covenant is not going to last hardly at all. It's going to be peace going to be taken from the, from the earth immediately. And thereafter, you got all kinds of worse things. And then you ultimately get the, the wrath of God poured out. So listen, no matter what happens and what mankind's going to try to do, it doesn't matter because we know what's actually going to happen because it's been foretold and told to us. So we know. We know that one day there will be a covenant and that we will be removed in order for the Antichrist to be able to do that covenant, to have the evil one, the wicked one, be revealed and also be able to be yeah. manifested and shoot out all the evil all over the world. And we know that's going to happen at a certain point. So listen, who could who, could it be September? 100% yes, it could be September. That's our job. If we have, If it looks like it, if it looks like a duck, Walks like a duck. <laughs> we got to call it because one of these one of these times it's going to happen. But um, yeah, absolutely right. You know, everything's lining up right now. Absolutely right. Let's well, that's see. the thing is that since everything is lining up right now, when someone asks that question, we don't go. That's crazy. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. There's no way the Antichrist could get revealed this year. That's got to be at least 100 years down the road. None of us are saying that, believe me, because we we are – we're at the – listen, we all know we're at the precipice. We're at the edge. We don't know how long that edge is going to go, but to the Lord, he's suffering. He's going to – he's going to make it last as long as it possibly can until the rapture happens, okay? That's right. That's because, right. listen, the rapture – after the rapture, that's it. There's a final test that occurs during, I and mean, there's no going back, right? I mean, you remove the salt and the light from the world. That's a big deal. I mean, you better be right on the money on that, on the timing for that. And believe me, God is. So, yeah, you know, they're trying. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. trying. The, the, the devil, like, you know, like Dustin busy for the Lord. I love that video. He, he made a great point. The devil's impatient. God is patient, long suffering. The devil. True. 
impatient. Mm-hmm. So, so you have him setting all this stuff up. You had that whole thing go down with Russia and that rogue army, and everybody was just like, is this it? Waiting for the nukes to fly. And all of a sudden, it just kind of fizzled out. You know, so it's like things like that. I think when stuff like that happens, that that's going right up against hitting that fence of hand restraint. And God just pushes it right back, said, nope, still not time yet. I mean, this is a beautiful setup. Nope, still not time yet. So yeah, that I'm sorry, folks. That's just 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 where we're at. I don't yeah. think we can do this for another 25 years. It just doesn't feel like it. I don't see that. I don't know. I don't see that at all. We got 2030 now, you know. But uh, well, we'll have to see what happens though. I I think this is the year. I really do think this is the year. We're gonna be totally caught off guard. I don't I care how feeling, much you watch, you're gonna be caught off guard. I have a feeling this that. If we're not raptured by the fall feast, as soon as feast of like when feast of trumpets is coming up, I think Bob Barber is going to be like on another level of excitement. <laughs> well, I well, you know think we I all know. I have I, I have praise and worship music playing all throughout my house, blaring, windows open, I'm blowing a trumpet. Oh, I'm sure your neighbors well, love you. I'm oh yeah, so yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited. You know, I start losing. I start losing steam right around by six o'clock my time after Israel's <laughs> past the piece of trumpets. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> go get yeah. something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and, then and, neighbors- out, and then you make a video and say, "Hey, Day of Atonement's coming ten days Day later." Yeah. Hey, yeah, you know the drill. You know the drill. That's what we do, man. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know when God's going to pull that trigger. We got to be ready, though. We have ready. to be watching and ready, right? Amen. That's Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. So you want to do another question let's here? One Greg, more. Come on. Or, yeah, let's do one more. One more. Well, ahead. Over time. Over time. I guess this would be a good one to close off at. Any recent rapture resurrection nuggets? Uh, yeah. Uh, tell us. Because you can have you can take all kinds of liberties with this. The fact yeah. of the matter is we have all these nations right now talking about their seven year agreements. That's a big one. You got the UN, you got the EU, you got China, you got America, you got everybody with all their seven year agreements. And eventually they're all gonna have to come together with all their seven year agreements. And the Antichrist is going to take them all, put them together, right, Kevin? Confirm it. A covenant with many. All right? So, and he will confirm. So you got covenants made. All right? And all they have to do now is they have to be confirmed. Okay? Mm-hmm. And when when is that going to happen? I think this fall is a great candidate. Mm-hmm. Extremely great candidate. Okay? The mind, and the top, the top of that, we're on the verge of nuclear war. World War mm-hmm. Three. Mm-hmm. World War One, World War Two, World War Two was embodiment of the Seven Year Tribulation, 19, 1939, 1946. Mm-hmm. So you had you had all the aspects, all the call signs of the Seven Year Tribulation at that time. Mm-hmm. All right, now here we are, World War Three. So just do the math. Satan was, <clears throat> Satan was ready with his candidate, wasn't he? With Hitler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was certainly ready. He was ready to. Satan was ready to roll, rock and roll, and just get this thing over with and um, start this whole thing up. You know, exterminate the Jews, set up power in there, take over Israel, get all the holy relics of all this other stuff, and then, like, actually like, 
just crazy, but it just shows how impatient that Satan is, right? He's always got somebody there waiting in the wings just in case this is the time. Um, I know, you know, for a fact, he's got somebody waiting in the wings now. Um, I, and I heard somebody say that, you know, since we're not going to be here, I think that's probably one of the reasons. And, and since we have to be removed until the Antichrist is revealed, that right now it's just always speculation regarding the Antichrist. Like someone, some, but you'll also hear from people who, excuse me, who say, I know who the Antichrist is for sure. It's Barack Obama. Must be him. Has to be him. And it's like, well, you know. Really? Did, are you are you 100% sure? Because if you're 100% sure, then the only person who's 100% sure is God himself. So I'm a little concerned about people who do that, who say, I know for a fact that King Charles is the Antichrist. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard, right. I heard from God. We know that private interpretations weren't allowed. Satan is setting up the dominoes right now. Okay, there's a lot of stuff that he's been doing, all right? And over the last 2,000 years, Satan set up those dominoes quite a few times with his Antichrist. He did in 1939-1946. He set up all the dominoes for the most part, but God did not want to play the game. Okay, so he played the game by himself, and he failed, all right? So here we are now in 2023. Now here's something interesting. Look at it from Satan's perspective. He's setting all the dominoes up again. You got the mark of the beast. All this stuff rising, you got the wars, rumors of wars. But here's the thing. Satan's like, okay, I, I'm setting up my dominoes. Is God going to play this time? And all of a sudden, you got you got all these earthquakes happening right now. You got these five heifers that showed up. Also, Satan can't do that. God did that. He's like, ah, he's going to play this time. The five heifers are here. And what about the celestial signs? Oh, man, look at all the celestial signs happening over the last, last seven years. God's going to play this time. He's really going to do it. All right, so the signs are showing that God is going to participate in this whole thing now. Satan's not just doing it by himself now, all right, and you fail know, like he did. You so know what? You so see, see how impatient he is now? Yeah, and you know what's so interesting to me is that Satan knows, obviously knows that God's in control, okay? Obviously. Obviously, Satan knows that God created him. However, his pride is so great within him that he actually believes that he is going to ascend higher than God. It's just, it's so, it's just, uh, to me, I just don't get it. <laughs> because, yeah, we brought, up, we brought this up last week, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't get that, Greg. What is the, just, what is, uh, it's so evil. It is like the ultimate evil, right, to believe that? It's just, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, just it's kind of baffling. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, that's amazing. Though, is that even how evil we as humans are, and we have this sinful nature in us, we aren't as evil as that. <laughs> because that is pure, crazy, insane right. evil. Right? Like how many people, how many people about the universe, God looks at everybody, every being, whether you're an angel, a demon, or a human, how many of those beings are saying, I'm going to dethrone you? How many people? There's only one. <laughs> There's only one that's saying that right now, you know? Exactly. Even those, even the the fallen angels who who followed Satan, they're following him in order to gain power through him when he ascends. Not that they're going to do it. There really is only one creature in the entire universe 
that evil in order to believe that he can ascend to become God, better than God. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just addressing I- just addressing this one comment from Jason. Yeah, people do hear from God, but they don't hear something that isn't true. Right. So well, it's the whole premise of okay, well, this person heard from God and said, Well, King Charles is the Antichrist. Well, no, this person heard from God and he says, Oh mama is. So wait a minute. <laughs> don't forget about Macroni. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Macaroni. Okay, which one which one is the truth? I okay, didn't yeah. think that God was the author of confusion. <laughs> no, he definitely is not. No. So um yeah, we have to be very careful. We have to use discernment. Um we, oh, look into these things. We can, you know, we can investigate and see what the person says. There's nothing wrong we with can that. Even speculate. Speculation is If you say I know for a fact because God told me this, that is when you start getting into the realm of uh, hold on a second here. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait well well this I guy over here years. says, you know, that God told him something different. Okay. Well wait <laughs> a minute. Okay. You know somebody asked me who's the Antichrist, I got three words for them. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, you, I think you you all get the hint. You you get the understanding of that that aspect. But um, we're watching. Yeah. Somebody just just commented. We are watching. That's the point. We are watching. We're continuing to pray uh, as a community. We're continuing to do these as long as the Lord allows us to. And that's it, man. You know, God is good. We're going home soon, folks. You know, something reason to be excited. Get excited. Um, yeah, I mean, rapture nuggets, they're all over the place, all over. I think that it. we might be a little less impatient than Satan, <laughs> Bob. I think Satan's probably the most impatient because, look, he's got the – he's pretty much got the most writing on this whole thing, let's be honest. I mean, he wants to become God. He wants to become worshipped higher than God himself. He wants to ascend to God's throne. He's got a lot riding on this deal, and he wants it to happen immediately. Listen, the guys – the guy – the you know, Satan's – wants to be worshipped for millennia, 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 okay? He obviously wants this to happen as soon as possible. We, on the other hand, have a lot riding on this too because we get to become perfect like Jesus. Wow, that's awesome. And be and be able to reside with God and in, in, in heaven and have eternal life. That sounds awesome. So we got a lot riding on this too. God has a lot riding on this because this is the final test that ultimately has to happen. There's a lot going on here in terms of the timing of the rapture that's important for a lot of different – I mean, you're talking about billions and billions, all creatures ever created, okay? The rapture is a big deal for all creatures ever created. It's huge. Yeah, it's a linchpin because, one, we're all resurrected, all right? We're resurrected, new bodies, rapture. They no longer have a hand restraint holding them back. Antichrist. All right, the Antichrist, which we won't know who it is because we'll be up in heaven when the Antichrist is revealed because the Antichrist gets revealed in the first seal. And we're there before the throne, before the seal is even opened. Yes. So it's like, I mean, I mean, it would be great once it happens. I'm like, all right, is everybody happy now? That who That's who the Antichrist is. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think that maybe it's going to be like, you believers who are here, you're going to know who the Antichrist is, you know, it, whether it be moments, hours, days, who knows. But you're going to know a little bit before everybody else in the world ultimately realizes it. So we are going to be a sneak peek in some ways because we're going to be up there 
and have the knowledge that things are going on and stuff like that. So it's very possible that we could all know the Antichrist a little bit earlier than everybody else here on Earth ultimately realizes it. <laughs> well, with that, I think we should close out. And uh, does anybody want to lift this up in prayer and close this in prayer? You want me to? Yeah, great. Why don't you go for it? All right. Yeah. Okay, Lord, uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this time, this opportunity to gather together uh, <clears throat> just in your name, Lord Jesus, to do these things, to um, to conduct these webcasts, to be able to be here with the, the body of Christ uh, and worshiping you and studying together. This is like one big Bible study, Lord, and we thank you for that. We're able to do this online and uh, do it live and have thousands of people from around the world watch uh, the recordings. Lord, we thank you for that. Um, we don't take this for granted. We just ask that you protect these uh, these ones, these little ones that are your children. Um, we thank you for them. We ask for a special, a, a fresh anointing over them in Jesus' name, that you uh, you continue to guide them, direct them in, your, in their paths and where they should go in you, in your will, in your way. Lord, we just ask for a complete healing where the, there needs to be healing, whether mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally, each and every one of these, uh, these dear, um, uh, body, uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, even those on the chats, we've been watching those people who are in need of prayer. We see you, we hear you, and we're, you're on the prayer list, Lord. We just lift them up to you, Lord. We ask that they be healed of their infirmities, even this very moment, this very day, uh, this very hour in Jesus name, Lord, just keep us uh, direct us, Lord, and uh, help us endure this time period in which uh, it gets rough prior to your coming. We just thank you in Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen. 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 Love it. God bless. All right, everyone. Thank you for coming. And uh, Lord willing, we'll see you next week. All right. God bless. Amen.